So what's up, Cam? Not a whole lot, Mitch. I'm awake, so I guess I'm up. Yeah, yeah. I've been awake for a little while, but that doesn't mean my allergies aren't making me feel like crap. Well, welcome to spring in the Midwest, sir. Oh, yes. Yes, I am on two allergy medications (laughs) that are supposed to help with this. And last time I went off of them, I felt like I was going to die. So they're they're doing something. They're just not doing as much as I would like them to. But it is what it is, man. Yeah, something's better than nothing. Now, if we had the option to record later in the day, I would almost want to do that during the week. But like later in the day, we could record and then we'd probably not be all gunky and allergy e. That's a word. This is true, but we're professionals, Mitch. So we are going to push through. We are going to we're going to soldier through and have some fun with this thing. So um, we talked about Amazon Music podcasts last week. Yes. For last time. And how, you know, we had this ex- these explosive numbers. Well, apparently it must have been a glitch because we did not have uh, the follow-up <laughs> numbers to support that. So we went right back. I, we did, it looks like we did gain a few subscribers, but um, nothing nothing like we had for downloads for the one episode. So, so it must have been well, something where we got it added into the system and they maybe their servers downloaded a whole bunch of them or something like that. But. Or we found what the people really want, Mitch. Yeah, that's true. We just play Would You Rather every week. Yep. That show would have that show would last for really long. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I do like the the game show podcasts. Um, like Incomparable's got one and stuff like that. So those are always fun. All right. Um, well, I want to do a little bit of follow up on a couple of things real quick. So we did the follow up on the Amazon Music podcasts. Um that seemed like a topic that was a dud there, but you know, just a follow-up on that information. I talked about Calmer by Flare Audio last week or last time. Mm-hmm. And I would uh I would say that after using them for a couple of weeks, they work, but they're not the magic bullet that I was hoping. So where they work the the best now, for those of you who may not have heard last episode, these, uh, these are uh, a product called calmer and what they are. And they're the theory behind why they work is that our ear canals are a little bit larger than they need to be. So we get a little bit more resonance in our ears and that, that is fairly true. I, 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 uh, I do believe that there's some truth to that, but uh, what they're trying to do is they have a little, uh, a little, product uh, called um, the calmer that goes in your ear that just like narrows your ear canal down a little bit to help to eliminate that resonance. Now, after using them for a couple of weeks, I will tell you that the areas that they help the most in is if you are in a loud environment where there's a lot of harsh noises, uh, they do tend to really cut that down a lot. So um, it does does, uh, improve that. The other thing that I noticed is that in the car yesterday, my wife and I were uh, driving down to Madison to uh, go to Costco, um, technically Sun Prairie, but in the the greater Madison area. We were driving down there and I was noticing just that there was a lot of like background noise. Now, my wife just got a hearing aid and she was complaining about that too um, because she hasn't heard that. So now that she has a hearing aid, she's hearing it. 
so I put the calmers in on the drive and it actually helped a lot. I could hear the radio better than I normally can with all the background noise. It did cut out. It cuts out this uh, sound that I kind of get in my ears when, when, uh, when like that resonance is happening in my ear. So that, that helped me hear the, uh, the podcast that we're listening to a little bit better. Are they a magic bullet for, for, you know, fixing something that you have with your ears? They're not, uh, but they do, they do work fairly well for what they're designed for. So, so that's my official review. Nice. And at $30 a set, you, uh, you have to judge whether or not it's, it's something that that's right for you. So I'll probably still go on using them in certain, certain environments just to improve my quality of life, but it's not something that I'm wearing all the time every day. So we forgot something on the episode uh, last time. A little little piece of follow-up. Very, very important piece of follow-up. I'm a bit saddened that we didn't talk about it last episode. I can't believe we forgot it, quite honestly. I know. It's embarrassing. So in our episode where we, we uh, did the Would You Rathers, we had a Would You Rather uh, go to KFC or Chick-fil-A. <clears throat> and as we talked on the episode, I had never been to a Chick-fil-A before. Uh, and we had one down in the Madison area, or we have one down in the Madison area, I should say. So the, uh, the I had an assignment to uh, to go and have Chick-fil-A, and I, I, I did, and I have some thoughts. So first off, I'm going to ask you, uh, would you like to uh, kind of reprise your answer on the KFC Chick-fil-A debate? Uh, Chick-fil-A. You, you are a Chick-fil-A without, guy? Without, without question. So, better than KFC. To you, what makes it better than KFC? KFC makes my insides want to be on my outsides. Okay. And Chick-fil-A it, makes my insides nice and warm and enjoyable. Okay. So my thoughts on and this. I'm not going to get a $5 fill-up at Chick-fil-A. Mm-hmm. Like mashed potatoes and chicken and cheese and ugh. Yeah, right. That you there is there is a uh there is a portion uh difference per, for sure between the two. So is that what you mean by your insides being on your outsides? Is yeah, it too much KFC food? make it's no, it's just gross. Oh, okay. it's not good food. Okay. So I have uh, a few different um, observations about uh, Chick Fil A versus KFC. Now, on KFC's side, I do enjoy the fact that they have a much more diverse menu. You have like the boneless barbecue wings. I. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not a bone in chicken guy. You know, I just don't like to me. I don't like to be reminded that my food came from an animal when I'm eating it. I, <laughs> I know this stuff, but I don't need to be reminded of that. I just don't like bones in my meat. So. So when uh, when you start looking at the two places, uh, there is some boneless stuff at KFC. Um, as far as I can tell, Chick Fil A is is all boneless. I, it's I a it's a chicken sandwich restaurant. That they do chicken sandwiches and chicken nuggets. That's it. So you do have a more diverse menu with KFC. It's a different different feel as far as the food's concerned. Oh, I they're mean, totally different restaurants. I don't even yeah. know why we're comparing them. I'm a bit confused yeah. on that end. Well, it's because it was in the Would You Rather. So that's ah, why we're doing okay. It. So. Um, I would, <laughs> this to me is like, this to me is, is like those commercials. Have you seen where like that, that like 12 year old kid compares the MacBook air with like a surface pro. Why are we comparing these two things? They're not, they're not the same. 
for marketing that's why they do it oh yeah and it's it's mm-hmm. for microsoft to try and look good but they wind up just looking silly because they're comparing something that's a tablet with something that's a laptop but whatever mm-hmm. overall uh without i mean i definitely chick-fil-a was cleaner overall <laughs> um <laughs> I kind of find that when I go into a KFC, I don't feel uh, like I, I kind of feel like there's grease everywhere, even in the lobby. Well, and I worked for McDonald's when I was growing up and that, that does, that grease gets everywhere. You know, yeah. it's like you have to wipe down the walls and the floor throughout the whole building to get rid of that grease that just floats around in the air. I did feel like it was a cleaner restaurant. The quality of the chicken was uh, better overall. I did enjoy that. I would say one place where I could see improvement with Chick-fil-A is uh, I don't like their barbecue sauce as much as, uh, as maybe like, I'm a really, I'm really big on more of a less sweet, a little more spicy. And the barbecue sauce at uh, Chick-fil-A is definitely more on the sweet side. Well, they're from the South. They like everything sweet down there. Hey, you know, I'm not, I'm not faulting him for it. It's just yeah. my personal taste. Did you have Chick-fil-A sauce while you were there? Um, I, no, we just had the barbecue sauce. I had, I okay. had, uh, nuggets just cause we were watching, watching how, watching our, uh, calories and the burgers had a lot more calories. So because of the bread, of course, but I thought the chicken was good. You know, it's, uh, it's definitely when you would look at like a, a pack of McNuggets from McDonald's versus the the chicken nuggets from chick-fil-a it's real chicken i mean they're both real chicken but it's not processed chicken it's you know it feels like they took a chicken breast and cut it up and breaded it Mm -hmm. you know um versus uh somebody threw it through a meat grinder and packed it together and probably added a bunch of garbage to it yeah it's not mdf (laughs) i i would have liked it if the uh, the coating on the chicken was a little bit better to me, it didn't feel like it was terribly thick. Um, I do tend to like a uh, more of a breading, kind of a a breading. I, if I remember correct, it's been a little while since I've been there, but it seemed like the coating was a little thin on the uh, on the nuggets. But that's just my and again my personal taste. Um, if I'm going to do like, I don't, I'm not a big chicken guy anyway, you know, I'll eat chicken. I don't, I don't mind it if, especially if it's prepared really well. But, uh, but when it comes right down to it, uh, I would I'm more of a burger, um, maybe steak guy. Uh, it's just kind of, kind of the direction that I lean in pork. I like, I like my, my dead pig. So <clears throat> So yeah, well, I'm glad I'm glad that you have experienced Chick-fil-A now, Mitch. I will say that if I was in a chicken mood and I wanted to go get some chicken, uh Chick-fil-A would be a, a restaurant that I could get after. The other thing that is a little bit different about the way that my wife and I do things is we don't do a lot of fast food. So that was probably a, I was a, felt a little bit out of my element doing, you know, going to fa- what felt more like a fast food restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm used to going, sitting down, you know, experiencing a meal. That's probably what would keep me long term. And like, I don't go to KFC that much either. But uh, that would—that's probably what would keep me from going to Chick Fil A uh, long term. Is just that I just don't do fast food that much, if ever. So, just a personal thing again. But yeah, but yeah, you know, when going back to the Would You Rather uh, KFC versus Chick Fil A, if they were the only two restaurants available, and uh, that's what we were going to do. Uh, definitely Chick-fil-A. 
you answered correctly. All right. So, man, I have a problem. Okay. You and I are both on Instagram, right? Yeah. So do you like buy a lot of stuff from the advertisements on Instagram? I have bought one thing in the history of Instagram ads. Okay. And it was a uh, Hamilton hoodie and it was hysterical. Are you familiar mm-hmm. with the musical? Oh yeah. Yeah. My wife's okay. huge into the, into Hamilton. You know, the, <clears throat> the, the song that the, the uh, King of England sings where it goes, la da 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 da. I have a hoodie that's got the King of England on it. And then it just says, la da 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 da. All that entire section is just written on the hoodie. It looks ridiculous. And I bought it because it's really funny. Yeah, that's the only thing I've purchased off of Instagram. Okay. So I'm a sucker for marketing. I'm going to be quite honest with you there. And I tend to, when I'm looking through Instagram, I've gotten sucked into a lot of different products on Instagram. There's been a few products that I've, that I've come across that have really been good things that I've really enjoyed. Um, I think that's where I first saw the book scanner that I purchased about a year ago and different things like that stuff that I've used, but I'm preparing for, and it seems like I find a way to bring this up on every episode but I'm, pre- I'm preparing for a vacation coming up in June and I'm trying, I'm over-engineering the prop, my, my vacation to make sure that it is as smooth as possible. And one of the things that really bothers me is going through TSA and having to take everything off to go through TSA and then put it all back on. And probably the one thing that I hate the most is having to take my belt off. So I ran across a solution for this. And I don't know if this is something that I'm going to use um, outside of our vacation, but I have, and the name is hilarious. You're going to laugh at this. It's called the Belt Bro. <laughs> I paused for your laugh. I'm disappointed in you for buying something called the Belt Bro. <laughs> <laughs> so instead of a belt, uh, what these are is they're little straps that hold two of your belt loops together. And there's an elastic uh, component to this that helps to hold your pants on. So I had these on for a little while yesterday just to try them out. They work okay. I, I think I'm definitely a belt guy, but but even like with shorts, you know, I can see maybe something like this would work really well with shorts. And uh, because we're going to be going down to Florida in, in uh, June, uh, I'll be wearing shorts down there for sure. So um, we'll see. We'll see how that works. I'm at least going to wear them for the flight down and the flight back just so that I don't have to mess around with taking off my belt and stuff like that when I go through TSA. But uh, but beyond that, we'll see. So I don't like wearing a belt with with shorts. Are you a belt guy? Uh, I mean, I don't think that's one of the things that I would identify as. But, yes, I wear them. Okay. well, you wear a belt. Uh, Yeah, yeah, because. Because I, I have lost enough weight that I need belts, but not enough that I need a second round of new pants. I've already bought the first round of new pants, but yeah. I'm not at the point where I need a second round of new pants yet. So the belt does come in handy for preventing my daughter from pulling my pants down in public when she grabs mm-hmm. my leg. Yep, that's a good thing. I find it interesting that I was listening to uh, Back to Work with Merlin Mann a few weeks back. 
mm-hmm. and apparently he's a belt and suspenders guy now. <laughs> <laughs> of course he is. Of course so he is. I'm going to admit to Are you, you surprised that, by that. Not really, but I'll, I'll admit to you that the older I get, the more, the more function becomes important over form. I don't know. I think I, I under, I'm beginning to understand my, my dad a little bit more than, I <laughs> but you know, fashion just becomes much, much less important over like the function of your clothes and, you know, how, you know, keeping your pants up. So I don't know if I'll ever become a suspenders guy, but I like to leave my shirt untucked. And I think that would challenge us. Just wear your suspenders under your shirt. That way no one has to know, you know, that feels a little weird though. I don't know. But anyway, then you could rip your shirt off and be suspenders, man. <laughs> oh, there's there's something really wrong with that. Have no but, fear, my pants aren't going anywhere. So, just to be fair, the calmer things were something I saw on Instagram as well. So, but I thought every once in a while I just need to share an Instagram find uh with the audience so that either you can learn by my uh stupidity not to buy something mm-hmm. or uh or maybe we find some really good finds. Uh, um, one thing that I've really been tempted by, and I can't do it right now, but maybe down the road I can, is there is a Kickstarter for a, uh, that I sent it to you, that chessboard. Yeah. Um, that is all electronic. Now, not only does it help you learn how to better play chess because you're, you know, you, when you touch the piece, it lights up the, the squares on the board that that piece can move to. And it'll let you know like what good moves are and what bad moves there are and kind of gives you a little bit more information than just uh, where you can move. But it has the added uh, benefit of, I think there's a service that you have to sign up for to make this work, but it'll connect to your phone and you can sit and play against an opponent live. Um, like if you and I wanted to play and we both had this, this chessboard mm. that uh, you would make your move. And then on my board would be a little blue light that would pop up on the board where the piece is, and then another blue light where you moved it. So then I would just move the piece to where you moved it, and now it's my move. And then when I moved, you would get a a notification of what my move was, and then we just keep playing back and forth like that, which I think is kind of an interesting concept. I want to say, and I I might be wrong with the price on this, but I want to say it was in the mid-hundreds. Uh, maybe 150, maybe a little bit less than that um, for for the board. And in the Kickstarter, they had the option, like a lot of these, they have the option to buy multiples. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but I thought that was an interesting concept. Uh, like I said, I'm, my money's going towards our vacation, so I can't do anything with it right now. But but it was a cool concept. Speaking of my vacation, uh, just a real quick uh, update Uh, for any of you that are planning a vacation to especially Galaxy's Edge uh, down at Disney World, Disneyland. uh, They open up. I found this out yesterday that they open up um, reservations for like the big stuff like Savi's Workshop and the Droid Depot and Aga's Cantina. Um, They're three of the things, three of the things that they take uh, um, uh, reservations for. They open those reservations up 180 days in advance. So six months in advance, you can you can uh, get your reservations. Now, if you've been paying attention, I'm, we're only 50 days away from our vacation right now. 
And I just, re- I just realized yesterday that I could make these reservations. So yeah, I missed out. So Aww. yeah. Aww, so, we, so what's going to happen? Um, I did get uh, a very late in the day reservation. There weren't very many reservations left for the droid depot, which I think is going to be a lot of fun. Um, I've been watching a couple of videos on building your own droid at the droid depot and that looks really cool. So I'm hoping that when we get back from the vacation, I have the opportunity to kind of show that off a little bit. That's going to be a pretty loaded show that the end of that week. Cause that's a week at WWDC as well. Oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> we might just have to record a couple of shows that, that, that Saturday and space it out a little bit, but, but that'll be something that'll be fun to, uh, to show off on the show. But yeah, I missed out on Savvy's workshop. So, um, I am getting a, the parts that I need to do a lightsaber, uh, through a uh, seller on eBay. And then there's a handful of parts that I'm going to have to pick up when I'm down at uh, galaxy's edge, but I'll at least be able to get the experience of building a lightsaber, but I won't be able to do the Savvy's workshop portion of it. So, um, I think that there's a, it seems like there's an issue with, uh, some of that stuff. Um, because there's a ton of resellers on eBay and on Amazon for, for, uh, galaxy's edge stuff. Mm-hmm. So I have a feeling that there's a bunch of these guys that are making these reservations six months in advance and then selling everything. It irritates me a lot because, you know, they're pretty much soaking up all the reservations right now because they're only doing, um, eight people in the room at a time when it used to be a lot more, uh, because yeah. of COVID I have a solution I doubt that anybody from Disney listens to our show, but if there's anybody that has connections to Disney or any, or if by chance there's a solution to this problem, make this stuff available online. You know, it's not, it's not as much fun of an experience to, to build your own lightsaber online or build your own droid online or something like that. But for somebody who can't get to the park or can't get a reservation to do it at the park, I think it would be really neat to be able to do this stuff online and just order it. And maybe there's a premium for doing it online. You know, maybe you're paying $50 more or something like that to do it online because they're not getting your entry, your money for entering the park. Mm -hmm. So I think, I think it would be reasonable to pay more on the website for it than if you were at the, at the park. So. Makes sense. That would help to kind of eliminate a lot of the, uh, aftermarket sellers and stuff like that, that are, that are ruining the experience for everybody. So, so yeah, just, well, I'm bummed that you don't get to go. Well, we're going oh, to, to the yeah, workshop. But, and do that. Yeah. But that, that stuff we, we're not gonna be able to experience while we're there, but I did talk to my wife and we might take the opportunity at some point, maybe a year and a half down the road or something like that to do this, do this vacation again. But do it like somebody that lives in Wisconsin should do this and do it in January or February. So get out of the, get out of the, you know, be able to leave when it's freezing cold out here and uh, go down to Florida instead of doing it in the middle of summer. That's funny. Yeah, we got married in June. So, you know, this, it makes sense that we're doing this as our anniversary um, in June. But, uh, but if we were just doing this vacation just as a getaway, uh, it makes more sense to do that in the winter. So, mm-hmm. well, I have monopolized the first part of the show. So, um, I'm hoping to get a lot of your thoughts on, uh, the, the event that's coming up on Tuesday. So, yes, <clears throat> new things from Apple. 
So Apple announced their, um, what do they call it? The something about spring. The uh, uh, spring event? I don't know what they actually well, it's call a, it. It's a spring event, but they they had a they had an interesting name for it, and I'm not finding it now. Because I think last year was the spring ahead. This is like spring into something, or I don't know. <clears throat> Who cares? Um, they're doing an Apple event on Tuesday, and I thought we would talk about our thoughts a little bit. Maybe not so much predictions, mm-hmm. um, because I don't think it this needs to be like a scored event. There's other podcasts that do stuff like that. <laughs> but uh no ricky's here no ricky's here for sure (laughs) Uh, i'm i'm only like a little bit into that episode right now but it's but it's been fun so far i have some thoughts and i think i'm interested to hear what you have to say about uh the ipad so i'm looking at and i'll throw it show it into the throw the throw notes Let's try that again. I'll show it into, I'll throw it into the show. (laughs) Oh, I think we have a title. I'll I'll show it into the throw notes. There it is. All right. On Mac rumors, they have kind of a nice breakdown that they uh, put up yesterday uh, called what to expect from the, from Apple's April 20th event. I think it was the top story when I went there earlier, if you wanted to pop that up or not. But I'll show that I'll show that into the throw notes. I'm gonna get this right eventually. But it is in the show notes now. So Yes. And um in the thumbnail for the video at the top, have you read what's engraved on the air tag? based on a dubious rumor from a leaker <laughs> yeah, yeah that's funny and then it says mocked up by a mac rumors designer made in vermont <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny i like it i love little stuff like that yeah i didn't notice that until you said something all right let's talk ipad mitch i'm sorry let's talk about the ipad because i believe in proper english I'm let's like talk apple. about ipad pro yes at apple we love ipad pro <laughs> and at, at Anchorman's news station, Rick loves lamp. Mm-hmm. We know this to be true. <laughs> so dumb. It, I know I said it last episode. It just, it, it bothers me on like a fundamental level that they just don't understand how English works. Right. Oh, it just cracks me up to mess with you about that. Though. Oh, it like, I, I, I have like a visceral response to it. Mm-hmm. So what do you think about iPad? Uh, I think the iPad Pro is, I'm not getting a new one because I bought one, uh, I bought the one that came out last year mm-hmm. and it's glorious and wonderful and lovely. And all the people that were dumping on it were people that already had iPad Pros and I didn't. And so it's my first iPad Pro and it's, uh, it's glorious. But the thing about this rumor about the new refresh for the 2021 iPad Pro is this little line here. Both models will feature an updated A14X chip that's just as powerful as the M1 chip. Uh, what? Mitch, pray tell, can you guess why that might excite me? Because you really like that M1 chip in your uh, in your MacBook Air. Yeah, and what has been on every list of 
things that I want on the iPad since we started this show? Um, jailbreak the uh, widgets. Well, uh, yes, that. <laughs> this is the episode where I get Cam to quit. Those no, um, those of you that that aren't seeing the video, I just gave Mitch the most disappointed dad like head and hands. No, I want Logic and Final Cut on the iPad. And if this chip is as powerful as the M1, the only reason they don't put those on the iPad is by choice, not by lack of power. So them making the iPad Pro as powerful as these new, uh, the new Mac Mini and MacBook Air is awesome. I mean, one, it's it's further proof that they are invested in making the iPad you know even more so than they have previously a a desktop level <clears throat> as far as power is concerned machine um so it that if that's true which we'll find out on Tuesday and then you know subsequent days as you know geekbench scores come out and breakdowns and all that sort of stuff once those things go live um it, this really excites me uh on 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 a number of levels, but specifically because it gives me hope that we might start getting those pro level applications on the iPad in the near future, which would be awesome. Yes. The big issue is all the plugins that go along with final cut and logic. So Mm -hmm. that, you know, but if, if Apple does this correctly and allows for a fully featured version of, of those applications on the iPad pro, it's just a matter of time before those plugins get ported over so anyways you know there's technical hurdles still but this is a huge step in the right direction um for a potential truly pro ipad Mm -hmm. and it makes me very very happy and then there's uh, rumors of a mini led display Mm -hmm. that to me like okay great but that just drives the price up right now because they're still really expensive to make. Yeah. Um, I get that they want their pro line to have bleeding edge technology in every way possible that, you know, works with the supply chain and they can actually pull off. Like I get it. It's good. We're pushing things forward. And the more they make them, the better they'll get at making them, which will drive the price down. Um, but yeah, so like, it's one of those things that like I'm happy is on there, but I'm also happy is on there on a, on a, in in the time frame when I am not updating my iPad, because mm-hmm. by the time I will update my iPad in three years, that technology will have advanced a lot further and it will be cheaper to produce. So I, I am personally happy that it's happening when I'm in a non-update uh, portion of my iPad life cycle, because mine's only a year old and that thing is everything I need. So I'm not I'm not going to upgrade my iPad for a while unless something crazy happens. I am perfectly content with the 2020 iPad Pro. It's a great machine. It does look like uh, the rumor is that the mini LED will only be available in the 12.9 inch. Which makes sense, right? If they're going to, they're only going to put it in one model so they can charge a premium for the the 12.9 inch because of the mini LED. That becomes the flagship Pro, right? They can drive the price up. It's a bigger screen and it's, it's less skews in their supply chain right they only have to make one size of this thing um so yeah that that tracks to me that makes sense what would you want in an apple pencil 
that you don't currently have? Um, I don't know. The second version is really, really nice. I like that it's flat on one side, so it doesn't roll. Unless you're on a very, very steep incline, in which case you got to go. You got to go with the flow, Mitch. Not against it. Um, I like the double tap feature to like go from writing to erasing or whatever the, the option is in your application of choice. I don't use it very much cause I don't do a lot of art as far as like, you know, painting and drawing is concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, battery life is incredible. Responsiveness is good. Uh, I, I think any, any additions or improvements to it would be in like the sensitivity and the angle, like for art specific applications. Um, I don't think I need any physical buttons on it. So like me personally, I'm, I don't, there's no improvements that I can think of that would make me want to get a third gen. But I think for people that are using it for fine art or, you know, like architectural, like anything that you need this to be as precise as a mechanical pencil, Mm -hmm. there's, there's definitely room for improvement there. Um, but I'm not one of those people. So I don't think. Now, I like that here the picture of it is all black. Like, that'd be cool to have an all black option. Um, but I'm not going to spend 100 or 150 bucks on a new Apple Pencil just to make it black. Like, no, that's, I will, that's, that's an absolute waste of money. Mm-hmm. No, I, I did see on here that they're talking about the finish being glossy. Yeah, which is, I'm not a fan of. Yeah, potentially a black model. I like the, because the, the original, Mm-hmm. Apple Pencil was glossy and it just I like matte things just in general Ooh. like when college football helmets started making the uh, the move to matte finishes instead of those glossy shiny ones oh mm-hmm. my gosh it just looks so much better especially in the dark colors like yeah. when Michigan's helmets uh, have the, the blue is matte and the yellow uh, wings are glossy it yeah. looks so good because they just I mean, they're bright yellow, so they pop anyways. But like when the lights hit them, they mm-hmm. just—it's super shine. cool. Yeah, yeah. it's awesome. No, I was showing you; I have the original here. Yeah, but it's glossy, go- and I don't the like goofy it. Goofy one with the the yeah, light port on the, or the yeah. Yeah, I would love inductive <clears throat> charging for that. Don't you know that's how you're supposed to hold your iPad? Is you just plug the and you hold it up like a flag? Yeah, no, I did that so once. <laughs> no, that this is the original the original iPad Pro that I have. So yeah, it would be nice for an upgrade. I uh but again, you know, we're we're normal blue collar folk here, so um yeah. You know, we uh we get stuff as we can afford it, so probably not in the cards this year. Well, I mean you are going to Disney World, so yeah, there's Pri- that. Priorities, there's, you know. You know, we're we're working on our uh foster license and stuff this year too. And that's yeah, there are you not know really priorities. costing us a lot, but yeah, there's priorities. For priorities sure. with the budget. Money is not endless. Mm-hmm. Faux show. And making smart decisions with it is important. Mm-hmm. So in the article next, they discuss the iPad mini. Doesn't seem like they're really changing a whole lot. Uh possibility of maybe going to a slightly larger screen, but in the same footprint. Mm-hmm. Um, Which makes sense if they can pull it off. Yeah. I mean, that would be nice, but, uh, but I'm just not a mini guy. 
No, I actually normally I look look at like the what is it the 11 inch right now would probably be the one that I would choose. But I've looked at the 12.9 before and you know as far as portability it would be an issue for me because uh, it's not going to really fit in my bag very well but uh but the but I'm tempted by the screen space sometimes but mm-hmm. but I'd probably end up going with the 11 inch. Um, there's a little bit of talk about the, the, uh, low cost, uh, eighth generation iPad. Well, understand, I think this article is basically saying, well, here's all the stuff that could happen. And yeah. then the, the first items are probably the most likely, uh, this one here, you know, really just a, a, just a chip refresh. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you feel about air tags? <laughs> I believe them when I see them. Well, that's part things, of it. These things have been rumored for what feels like two years now. Okay, so put them in context. I I really think that they were probably looking at releasing these about a year ago, but with COVID, yeah, no one's we, traveling. <laughs> yeah, no one's doing anything. So what's the point? So I think there was a lot of maybe some technical issues, maybe some possible antitrust legal issues that they were working on too. Uh, there's been a little bit of talk about that with opening up the uh, Find My to other uh, devices, which is happening now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, um, companies like Tracker and uh, Tile and stuff like that could have their stuff in the Find My system. And I don't, I'm not prepared to necessarily talk about the, the stuff that's been announced, but there's, there's a electric bike, a bicycle that's on the Find My uh, I can't say it's on the network yet because it hasn't officially been released, but there, there's a product coming. So I forget the name of the company that, uh, is putting that out. Yeah, it's not, it's not cheap either. No, no, not at all. You know, the air tags would be kind of tempting just cause we're traveling to throw one in each of our bags and just in case something happens that they get lost. But I think there'll be a little bit more. Like, I like the idea of it being tied in with uh, the Find My app just because the proliferation of Apple products out there right now are quite numerous. Um, With Tile, it's like it really required that there were other Tile users that had the app installed for them to be able to find your products. Oh, so kind of like when Batman uses everyone's cell phone to find the Joker. Kind of. They're doing that same thing. Yeah. So with, with the iPhone and I'm sure it's going to be like one of those screens that pops up when you, when you update the phone, um, that'll say, Hey, do you want to help people find their stuff that you'll be able to say yes or no to that? Because there is a privacy angle to that as well. Yeah. But, uh, but at the same time, I'm sure Apple's going to do it right. You know, I don't think they're going to leave a gaping hole in their, their privacy just for this. So they'll, they'll figure out a way to do this the right way. But I like the idea of it being something that's just built right into the iPhone that nearly anybody who has an iPhone could have active. They don't have to have an air tag. They don't have to have stuff that, that works with this. They can just Mm -hmm. have it turned on. And then, uh, you know, if you figure that a third to a half of phones that are out on the, out in the streets right now are iPhones it really increases the the chances of being able to find your stuff. I think that's really the power of the air tags. It's not the not the, the tag itself, but it's the network that 
Yeah, just the ubiquity of iPhones, right? I think that's a story that they have to tell uh, when mm-hmm. when they announce these, if they announce these. But I think that's the selling point is just the like how powerful a system that is to be able to find things. So that's my feeling. I leave myself open to always being wrong about any of this stuff, but yeah, but that's the way I'm thinking about it. Never Mitch. Never. I just, I'm, I don't know. I'm, these have never appealed to me. And the only reason I'm even remotely interested in them is to find out if they finally get released or not. <laughs> Yeah. And, you know, as with all Apple products, they will be more expensive than the competition. And tiles are like $25 to $35 per. Uh, the, the rumor is $39. Yeah. I'm not spending 39 bucks per AirTag. Like, that's just, I'm not doing it. Um, now, fair, that, fair being, that being said, if I was traveling and I had all of my photo and video equipment, in a big Pelican case, then I would spend the $39 put one in there. Cause that's like $8,000 worth of equipment. So mm-hmm. it, then it becomes 1 million percent worth the, the cost, but just to like, I don't know, stick in my kid's backpack. Like, I don't know. I don't well, know. with, with traveling this year, that, that's been a thought for me. Um, I, I usually, if you haven't figured this out already, I'm a big, a bit of a control freak. So when I travel, I don't like checking bags, you know, so I try to travel as light as possible so that I can live out of a carry on and a personal bag because most airlines will allow you to to carry those on the plane. Mm-hmm. So that's that's how I an, intend to travel. And this last week, I uh, I was looking into all this stuff to make sure that our tickets would include that. And, you know, if I had to check a bag, I would. I would check a bag if I had to, but, um, but I prefer not to, uh, I actually almost would rather, uh, UPS stuff down to the hotel prior to leaving than have it sitting on a, on the plane where it could get lost. So, um, which is what we'll probably do for anything that we buy on a galaxy's edge when we come back is just go to the UPS store and have it shipped home uh, rather than trying to carry it back in, in a back in a bag. So we'll see what we have space for when, when we're ready to leave. But, but yeah, I'm only looking at like half filling my carry on bag with clothes anyway, cause we're, you know, we're going in summer, so I'm not going to need sweatshirts and, you know, a lot of warm clothing and just need t-shirts and shorts and such. So that doesn't take up that much room. So I'll have that extra space in the suitcase anyway. Make sure to leave room for your suspenders. I shall. I'm not going to wear suspenders out here. Missing out, man. Yep. I'll miss out. I'm good with that. They have IMAX on the list. I, I'm going to be surprised. Yeah. I'd be surprised if we see those next week. This feels more like the fall event when they released the updated version of the M chip. I, I was thinking more WWDC maybe but haven't they really though gotten away from hardware announcements at WWDC lately? It's all just been software. I still want to say that they've, that they've done them. I think that they save stuff like this for uh, stuff that uh, developers are going to care about. 
But yeah, I think you're right. I don't know that they've done a whole lot of a, a hardware announcements at WWDC in a while. You see that matte black iMac there on the left, and that uh, I do. Oh, mm-hmm. Man, that is a good looking back so, of a computer. Yeah. So, <laughs> which is funny because I'm just going to put up against the wall anyway. But uh, but that would probably be the one that I ordered. So let's say that black one wasn't available. Which one would you prefer? That black one wasn't available. Mm-hmm. So what do we got? We got like a light blue, a mint green, a rose nope. gold. And a... Isn't that one kind of purple? The the first one on the right-hand side? I th- Yeah, but I think it looks purple because it's on a green background. I think it's supposed to be a light blue. Yeah, let's zoom into it once and take a look here. Good grief. I can what be wrong. Do? Okay, there we go. Um, I don't know. That looks pretty like a violet color to me or like a lilac. Okay, I'm a guy. I don't know my colors very well, but it's a very light. Maybe a periwinkle. Sure. I'll go with that. Uh, if there wasn't black, I'd go for the green. I do like the green. That's a nice. I, I like nice mint. Look. White, black, and mint is a nice is a nice color combo, Mitch. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a jam right now, I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. the theme on my website, cambrennan.com, white, black, and mint. All right. I'm excited for you. I am. Well, I'm, thank you, Mitch, for being excited for my website's mm-hmm. color palette. Yeah. You know, I think for me, the if they were to release a iMac, or they were going to per- announce an iMac next week, to me, they would have to announce a upgraded M1 chip. Because the current M1 doesn't support the all the jacks that we would need um, on a desktop. And I'm just afraid that that's what they're going to do. Is They're, they're going to give you like two HDMI ports. and Or I'm sorry, not HDMI. Two um, USB-C, USB-C ports or Thunderbolt ports on there that, uh, that pretty much you're going to have to run into dongles to get anything done on them because the current chip doesn't seem to support much more than that dongle town although this is they are saying that it's going to be like the 23 or 24 inch so it's going to replace the smallest one um so maybe when they release the 27 inch that's the one that comes out with the upgraded chip that has the higher the higher capacity for io yeah that would make sense to make that one the uh the flagship as it were yeah, like the pro model. Uh, they don't have to call it pro, but you know, the more pro model. Yeah. I think I think the iMac Pro is dead. Yeah. Oh, the next thing that they talk about here is just the cases. Um yeah, it seems seems a good it seems like it would be a good thing to, you know, put out some spring colors. Whatever. My question is, is that red or or like an orange color? Like That looks more like an autumn orange color on my monitor, but I bet you that's just the product red. Yeah, but it might just be a matte finish. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. I would love an autumn orange uh, color, like a burnt or dark orange. My, uh, my Jeep is uh, Omaha orange. That's a very nice color. There is a rumored MagSafe battery pack. Yeah, this has um, been rumored for a while, hasn't it? Yeah. So 
again, this article is really just kind of uh, um, emptying out the closet of all the stuff that's kind of been rumored as yeah. possible to announce. So I don't know that we'll see this next week, but um, it's possible. But well, I keep saying this week, but technically, I'm gonna we're gonna be releasing this tomorrow night, which is technically this week. Um, but uh, but you guys will just have to figure that out. We're recording on Saturday, so. Um, the release, we'll get a release date for uh, 14.5, iOS 14.5. After all, um, 17 public betas. <laughs> right. Uh, so this is this is pretty likely. We'll, I'm guessing we'll probably have uh, the release uh, this week for this. Do you remember mm-hmm. all the stuff that's in 14.5? New Siri voices is really all I remember. Yeah, the new Siri voices are in there. Um, Apple Watch iPhone unlocking. Oh yeah, yeah, that's the big one. Yeah, I that sounds cool because I don't have to pull my mask off every time I want to unlock my phone. Um, which is an issue because I wear my my iPhone, or I wear my iPhone. I wear my mask. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm about ready to give up. Uh, <sighs> I should have slept better last night. <clears throat> um, but dual SIM support for five G. Is listed on here. 5G. Uh, T-Mobile standalone 5G network support. Oh, crowdsourcing for Apple Maps uh, for accidents. Oh, yeah, like Waze. <clears throat> yeah, so it'll have some some uh, ways. Uh, so you can, you can uh, report a speed check, a hazard, or an accident. So not quite as robust as, uh, as Waze, but... Um, it would be nice if uh, if we could, with CarPlay, be able to um, report stuff. Although I have a feeling they're probably not going to going to enable that with CarPlay. Oh wait, it does say right here this is available directly on the iPhone and in CarPlay. So very cool. So that'll be right in CarPlay. I use Apple Maps on CarPlay in my in my Jeep all the time. Um, looks like crowd. Uh, crowd uh, source data for points of interest as well. Um, updating like some people. I feel like people could abuse that. <laughs> um, I suppose. Like, yeah. like they did with GameStop stocks. Yeah, this is my house. Um, there are some updates to emojis. It looks like there's some new emojis and some updated emojis. Um, there's some bearded ladies in here. Super. Um, is that is that oh beards for all it says so is that supposed to be like you know what i'm not even touching that <laughs> just walking away from that one yeah everyone's gonna be able to have a beard now uh skin tones for couples looks like they're uh they're changing up uh some of the skin tones available uh where you can have um mixed race relationships in there so one person with dark, a darker complexion, another one with lighter complexion. Um, and then a couple of revamped ones. Uh, new The headphones will now look like AirPods Max. And they changed the uh, syringe from a syringe that's dripping with blood, which seemed like <laughs> a bad idea to begin with, to uh, one that looks more like uh, like the vaccination. Because I think that they're, they're just... Um, uh responding to that i think is that the people are going to be using that for vaccinations i think i sent uh something out to somebody with uh 
saying, hey, I got vaccinated and used the uh, the, the bloody syringe. So. <laughs> it's the only syringe available. So, um, You'll be able to set a preferred uh, music streaming service. So if you prefer Spotify, um, the, in Siri, then you'll be able to uh, just say, hey, I want to listen to the Black Crows, and it'll open it up in Spotify instead Ooh, of Apple Music. Nice reach, Mitch. That's the first one that came to mind, but I uh, I do appreciate some good Black Crows. Um, let's see. There's something with Apple Music here. Uh, there are new slide gestures in Apple Music for adding a song to the now playing queue or adding to the Apple Music library. So I'll have to, yeah, it looks like you can swipe uh, when you search for a song or you see a song in um, Discover or something like that, you'll be able to swipe across and it'll give you options for adding it to your current playlist. And I'm guessing if you swipe the other way, it gives you uh, access to adding it to your music library and stuff like that instead of long pressing on it. So that should be pretty cool. Um, you'll be able to share lyrics. So when I'm listening to that Black Crow song and I come across some great lyrics, I can send you the lyrics. So are you looking at the interface on uh, Mac Rumors? The interface yeah the, the interface for that yeah because it looks looks good like you you want to share a song with somebody you can select the lyrics and then just send them it looks like it pops it up in a little i don't know if that's an image if it just creates a little image of the lyrics and then the song title and and uh artist or exactly how that how that works but that that looks really cool it'll be fun to try that out I'll send my wife some really baffling lyrics and she won't know what, what, what the heck I'm sending her. Uh, for some albums, the recording label information is more prominently displayed. I could care less about that. <laughs> Apple music city charts. The code suggests that Apple music is adding a new city charts feature that will offer users access to playlists featuring the most played songs in more than 100 cities around the world. Hmm. might be interesting to try but i don't know that's something that would that i would use all the time airplay 2 for fitness plus oh interesting so the airplay 2 for fitness plus will basically allow you to use your your iphone your ipad or um watt your watch to airplay your workouts to compatible airplay 2 enabled smart tv or set-top box so that's interesting if i'm reading that right um expanded controller support uh they've got a picture of the uh ps5 controller um but it also lists the xbox series x s controller uh that'll be able to be used with the iphone and ipad i thought that was already a thing but Apparently it's not. Um, Apple Card family support. Um, I don't know if I want my wife charging stuff on my Apple Card. Although I would get the uh, daily cash for it. So, hmm. a Siri emergency calls, uh, MagSafe wallet. Um, when attaching and detaching one of Apple's MagSafe wallets to the iPhone model, there's a stronger, more noticeable haptic vibration. I don't know. Um, I'll put this in the show notes if you guys want to go in and look at it a little bit more. 
uh, Cam seems to be uh, very disinterested in it. You sleeping <laughs> over there yet? <laughs> There's some cool stuff in there, but oh my goodness. Uh, Apple TV. Uh, this is under their other unlikely possibilities. Um, but uh, Apple TV working with a new with a new version of Apple TV 4K and a refresh. That's highly anticipated because Apple hasn't updated the Apple TV since 2017. Um, I've seen some, uh, or I've heard some things about uh, some really interesting things that they might be doing with the Apple TV. Uh, in here, they talk about like a faster processor, you know, integration uh-huh. with the Find My app, um, some other things like that. But there's been some some like really weak rumors about the possibility of having it built into a soundbar um, that would incorporate um, like the HomePod features and Apple TV features into a single unit that could be used for your TV speakers. So interesting. It could be, could be interesting. Um, probably not a new MacBook pro at this point. Cause they just got updated. Yeah. Did they update the 15 inch at the same time? No, it's just the entry level pro that got updated with the M1 chip. Okay, so not the 15. So maybe right. I don't know, I would I would see that uh coming along with the like the 27 inch um iMac that would be on that next generation M1 chip. Um yeah, I don't see that happening now just cuz it's not going to have the uh the ports that you're going to need or a pro would need. And the last thing on here, and I'm going to be honest with you, I am holding off on a new pair of AirPods, a pro waiting to see if they're going to announce anything on Tuesday. Um, But they do have the possibility of an AirPods three. Now these are not the pros. Um, There's a rumor that they do have new AirPods pro in the lineup for the fall, uh, but uh, they're not going to be uh, now. But so I'm guessing the AirPods are probably going to more, more likely be updated in the fall. Just in time for the holidays. A hey, question for you. I was yes. thinking about this and I would really be curious to know um, when it comes to now you're an AirPods pro user. I'm an AirPods pro user. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm because I was thinking about, uh, getting a new pair now i want to get it before we go on vacation in june because i can't stand the rattling in my left ear any longer definitely not going to deal with that on vacation but let's say they did update the airpod pros uh next week i'm sorry airpods pro next week what would you be looking for that would get you interested in buying a new pair now i realize you just bought the pair that you had but let's pretend like you were ready you were ready to upgrade but you weren't totally sold on upgrading what would get you to buy a new pair what would get me to buy a new pair of airpods pro um better battery life not the battery life is bad, but more battery is always good. Um, I really don't know if they can improve the dynamic range of the audio in such a small um, speaker, but that would be nice as well. Um, 
stuff like that, I guess really is what comes to mind. I, and honestly, I wish they had longer stems. I hate the itty bitty little ones that cause, cause yeah. before you used to just tap them, but now they've shrunk the size and you actually have to physically click a button, which is like you did this backwards. I should have had to physically click a button when the stems were longer. So I didn't have to like hit this. And then when you go smaller, you just tap on it. Like they did it completely backwards. I have no idea why they did it that way. I I hate clicking that button because you, in your ear, you hear kink, kink. It's so dumb. So you obviously are way more sensitive to this because I actually prefer that to the tapping. Because to me, like it gets in my ear and then I got to tap it. And that experience just is not. How Not hard were you tapping prefer. it? <laughs> well, you know, I got big hands. So it's like a little bit heavier tap. I don't know. It just it's just not as it's not as nice as just being able to get that little click. It's not that loud. I don't understand why you why you um hate that click so much. I kind of like it. Uh, well, add it to the list of things we disagree about, Mitch. <laughs> hey, you know what? It's okay. You and I are two individuals. We don't have to always agree about everything. This is true, but uh, the rumor, and this is this is probably what you're going to hate, is there there the rumor is it's going to have shorter stems on it. So, but there was a rumor positing the possibility of not having stems on them at all. Like so, Samsung ones. Yeah, I'm not. I don't really care for that look. You know, I almost prefer the way the AirPods are doing it uh, versus having this big nasty thing like sticking out of your ear. It just it feels gross to me that and i fall asleep with them in every once in a while and wake up and they're like 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 pushing into my ear now that never doesn't hurt but i can't imagine what it would feel like if it was like sticking two feet out of my ear so they obviously don't stick two feet out of my ear i get that but So I came up with something and this is this is something that could possibly be added to the current um AirPods Pro in software. Yes. But I would love, absolutely love if I could put my AirPods in transparency mode or for that matter in noise canceling mode and go in and adjust like everything, you know, sound-wise. If I could go in and there was an EQ that I could adjust the bass up a little bit or down a little bit or, you know, be able to adjust the way it sounds in transparency mode, I would love the ability to fill, like have control over um, what's filtered out, like what frequencies get filtered out versus Mm. um, because there's a good example of this. I I have... um, when I'm at work and I don't use my AirPods at work, but just, just an example, we have a heater in back and receiving that is so loud. It, it, uh, and it sits right in a particular frequency range that if I could filter out that frequency range, I could hear people talk clearer. Mm -hmm. And so for me to be able to go in and say, well, in transparency mode, I don't want to hear the, this set of frequencies. And it would be outside the the human vocal range, but just say, okay, or maybe just have presets. You know, that's the way Apple likes to do it. Um, like a clear voice preset that basically filters out sounds that don't fall within the common human vocal range. 
So anything above or below that would not get totally filtered out, but would be turned down in, in mm-hmm. that. You know, those kinds of things would really, like if that was only available in the new AirPods, I would be really, really hard pressed not to just like pull the trigger on a new pair of AirPods. That's what I want. I did all I want. All I want in life is, is a uh, hearing aids that you don't have to be deaf to use them or, you know, hard of hearing to use them that will filter the sound for your ears and just basically be like an enhancement to how things sound versus um, hearing aids that, that uh, are designed to um, help you hear better. I just want to filter the sound that's coming into my ear. You want sound, you want sound source for your ears is what you want. Exactly. Exactly. I would totally dig that. I just want to hear, I would just want to hear things differently than what they sound like. (laughs) You don't want, you don't want augmented reality. You want augmented hearing, right? Augmented hearing would be awesome. I love that. I love the, the, the term too. Augmented hearing, augmented audio, just if you want to be alliterative. (laughs) <laughs> do these have ah yes they do have ah ah <laughs> ah ah i can hear you better now mm. all sorts of marketing there you go <laughs> there's totally welcome. there's totally so much marketing there um i know there there are products that say that they do this stuff i just uh for it to be worth it for me i'd like it to be very uh, self-contained and and almost if it couldn't just be like hidden in the ear canal um, it would have to be something that could, that would be just, uh, low visibility. If not, if it can't be no visibility in the air, mm-hmm. we may eventually get there, but we'll see. Bending the laws of physics mm-hmm. just to make so, Mitch's ear holes happy. Hey, you know what? If I can make my ear holes happy, that makes me happy. So <laughs> overall very good we shall see we shall see tuesday shall bring yep news of new things the new things are always exciting so what's delighting you today cam i'm thinking about this one i got to play soccer with friends yesterday mitch that's cool. For the, for the first time in a very long time. And mm-hmm. it was super fun. There's only four of us, but we managed to play for an hour and a half um, and laugh a lot and miss the net a whole lot, which makes mm-hmm. it more fun. Yeah. Uh, but it was just, it was nice that, you know, there's leaves are sprouting, flowers are blooming, the sky is blue. Um, the, the weather this last week has been perfect. Yeah, it's been like right in the fifties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's awesome. So yeah, it was just it was really enjoyable to be outside in the nice weather, running around, you know, getting the heart rate up a bit, and just having fun and playing and you know spending time with friends. So yeah. that's what's delighting me, Mitch, is having fun. Very nice. So this last week, I was on vacation. Just a staycation. We didn't go anywhere. I thought you were extra responsive to our chess game. Oh, yeah. I've been sitting at home all week. So that's what's delighting me. I haven't had to work all week this last week. And it's been good. 
you know, I, and quite honestly, I've needed it. You know, we've talked on the show before about just how things have been uh, challenging um, recently at work and stuff like that and, and how, you know, I really needed a break. Well, this last week, I did a few things just to make sure that I gave myself permission to not do anything, which is something that I, I really needed to do because I'm a little bit of an overachiever too. And I really like, it drove me crazy the first couple of days because I really felt like oh, I need to be doing something right now. I'm wasting time. I'm not, and I was like, who's telling you you're wasting time. Just sit back and enjoy your vacation. You know, I, I got, I watched a whole bunch of wrestling this last week. I, I mean, there was plenty to watch, but, um, I, it was, a, it was just a good relaxing week. And this, this, particular vacation I kind of do each each year because I save a week of vacation in case something comes up and our vacation uh, um, flips over for the year on our anniversary date at work and my anniversary date at work is uh, April 19th so next Monday I'll I'll have been with the company that I worked for for eight years so having having that last week of vacation to burn is oftentimes ends up, ends up being a staycation or a, uh, what my, what we tend to call like the honeydew vacation, um, get stuff done around the house and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. which I did. I did have a couple of things I needed to get done this week, but I got them done and, you know, and then relaxed. And so it was good. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, there's really not much to say about it. I watched some TV. I played some Fortnite. I, you know, just didn't put any pressure on myself to be busy all the time and getting a whole bunch of stuff done. It was good. Nice. Yeah. So speaking of wrestling, what did you think of WrestleMania? Uh, I thought night one was a lot better than night two. There's, I can't disagree with that. I didn't give it a lot of thought, but I can't disagree with it. Um, I thought that the uh, the main event the first night was was just amazing. Oh, so good. Good grief. Uh, Sasha and Bianca just like tore it up. I mean, that's probably one of the best main event matches I've seen ever. Like it was good. Mm-hmm. I thought the Bad Bunny match was pretty amazing. Like good grief. <laughs> who, knew, who knew that he was going to actually show, show some chops in the match? He pulled that Canadian destroyer on the outside I of the ring. And I was like, "Oh my god!" I cannot believe John Morrison let him do that. Right? So I, can, I mean, uh, in, all credit—he could have broke his neck. Yeah, all credit goes to Miz and Morrison mm-hmm. for—I mean, one Bad Bunny did great, obviously, right? Oh, yeah. but Miz and Morrison sold it so well. They put yep. him in—they put him in such good positions. They protected him. They like they did everything darn near perfect in that match to make the crowd lose their minds because everyone okay. loves to hate Miz and Morrison. Yep. I love to love them because they're amazing. <laughs> they're, oh, no, they're good. They're, they are very underrated. And but I like think everyone that, craps that on the Miz because yeah. he doesn't do high risk stuff, but like he's never been injured. He's been there for 16 years and he's not missed a single day of due to injury. Mm-hmm. And he's a professional. He gets yeah. the job done. Yep. He's given. Anyways, yeah, no, it yeah. was it was super good, and I think I think night two suffered from being night two, not because it yeah. was bad, but because night one was so good. Uh, it was hard to live up to. Yeah. yeah, there's a bit of a hangover, you know. So, 
I'll be honest with you. We were going into the Sasha Bianca match and I was thinking, man, how do you pass it? How do you like, you know, how do you follow the, uh, the bad bunny, Ms. Morrison, um, that other guy match <laughs> Damien priest <laughs> Damien priest <laughs> uh I knew his name but I just but it was, wasn't coming to me but how do you follow that it was just so good yeah. and and then and then they just absolutely dropped it like it was so so good it was such a fun match to watch I don't tear up at wrestling a whole lot but man when at the end of that match when Bianca is holding the belt up and you could just see her like falling apart Mm-hmm. Or, or better yet, when she they were starting the match and like she gets out and it's the first time. Now, for those of you who don't watch wrestling, this is the first time they've been in front of an audience in over a year. And uh, I mean, I'll make the joke. I was going to make the joke a, a year, a month and a day because they kept mm-hmm. saying. But, uh, but that's the first time they've been in front of an audience in a year. And you could really tell that it was affecting the wrestlers. Like they, they, uh, they loved it. You know, because, yeah. you know, if you have watched any documentaries and I think it was uh, I've been watching some of the Broken Skull sessions over the uh, the last week mm-hmm. um, with um, Stone Cold. Stone Steve Cold. Yeah. And that was a that was talked about a lot. in some of the more recent episodes was this this like not having a crowd there to to perform in front of really affects how they do their jobs because they they're used to like if something really goes over well then then they can react to that but if something's not going over they can change and and Mm -hmm. and when you don't have anybody there to give you real feedback it's it's hard it's a hard thing to do so um so that was a really cool uh cool thing to be able to watch them just and bianca like almost like bawling to start the match Mm-hmm. and just looking over and then they'd shoot the shoot uh um sasha and sasha's standing there like come on we gotta get going here let's do no, this but you could see you like know? sasha sasha gave her a big smile like yeah like yeah. i'm with you uh-huh but then now also let's now go. let's like, get yeah, let's do our yeah. job yep. like yep drink it in it's time to go yep so and so. then my favorite not my favorite part one of my favorite parts because there were many was at the end of the match they showed Bianca's family and her dad legit almost he's jumping so high. He almost <laughs> falls over the barricade. Right. Very yeah. Funny. Yeah. It, that was, it was a really special moment. So it was fun to watch. I'm trying to remember from the second night. Um, I've been really trying to like the, the fiend uh, storyline stuff. And to, to some degree, it it there's been some things, but I think what makes that spe- that a special storyline is like where it's going. But I but they never seem to go anywhere with it. Yeah, and well, where they're going with it now is that Alexa Bliss has just completely stolen the gimmick from Bray Wyatt, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so I I'm I have my concerns about uh, about where this is going. I think the the spot in. Uh, in wrestlemania gave me hope that they were going to do something really cool with this but that's what this gimmick has been all about is oh they're going to do something really oh well they really didn't follow through with it and then it's oh they're gonna nope didn't do it again i really appreciate the creativity that's gone behind a lot of what they've done 
Yeah, there's but, just no – there doesn't seem to be any end goal. They're just It seems like they're flying yeah. by the seat of their pants. Not Bray Wyatt himself. I think he has plenty, uh, but it just seems like creative is not – my assumption, right? This is totally my assumption is that the creative team isn't either letting him do everything he wants to do mm-hmm. or there's just no end goal yet, which is – you know, it's wrestling. There's never an end goal, really. It's yeah. always just – Get to the next pay-per-view is what it feels like. Some sometimes then sometimes you have the moments where Triple H turns on Seth Rollins and gives Kevin Owens the universal title. And I legit jumped eight feet in the air when that happened because it was a it was a three-year storyline. Yeah. That came to a culmination out of nowhere, and it was just so, so good. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of anything on the second night that was really noteworthy. I thought the triple the- threat match for the universal title was good. It was okay. I didn't really like the finish, but it was okay. It was no, good. they didn't want you to like the finish, Mitch. No, I don't think they did. They they, they want everyone to hate Roman. Finally, <laughs> I really, I re, yeah, I really wanted uh, wanted to see Edge take the title from him, and they weren't going to do two feel good nights in a row because you got Rhea Ripley winning the Raw Women's Title, then Bianca Belair winning that. Mm. It. They weren't going to do, they weren't going to finish two nights in a row with the baby face winning. No. And I'll be honest with you. I, I even said it in the Slack channel um, that we were in. Uh, I don't, I didn't like the way it felt to start the match um, because the night had gone really well up to that point, And I thought they were going to pull a, uh, a Brock Lesnar on us where it was just going to end where everybody hated how it ended. Mm. And so, um, I think that's kind of, I mean, it didn't, you know, if Brock Lesnar would have came out and beat the crap out of everybody, that would have been the worst thing. And it would have been the thing I would have hated the most, but, uh, uh, <laughs> but, um, but I really wanted to see them set up a one-on-one match with Roman and edge at uh backlash. Mm-hmm. So I, I really want to, really wanted to see that match. And the fact that they teased it so much, and then they like shoehorned um Daniel Bryan into it. Mm-hmm. Um just to me, like I it's like they were wanted us to see that match. And so like I I still feel like they're somehow like I didn't watch um SmackDown from last night yet. Uh, but uh I feel like they're they should be pushing towards uh a match with the two of them. But we'll see. Honestly, I think we're going to get Edge versus Daniel Bryan. And then the winner of that will face Roman at the following pay-per-view. would be my guess. Okay. I... We'll see. We'll see what happens. As a, you know, the triple threat match makes it uh, more plausible for Roman to keep the title, at least. Mm-hmm. Where if it would have been the two of them, I think they would have had to give Edge the title. So... Uh, unless they're... Unless they played the whole interference angle and all that stuff, and then built up to you know a cage match or a tlc match or i don't think edge is doing a tlc match (laughs) i don't think so either um not that he wouldn't want to it just would be a very very risky choice on his part right but it would have had to either been like other other things in play like maybe christian i think christian's cleared now isn't he no he signed with aew like a month ago oh did he i didn't know that yeah he was their surprise big surprise free agent signing oh well whatever because wwe didn't lock him down so he went in for the money mm-hmm. 
No, that would have been a good a good gimmick to have. and I kind of was wondering if that wasn't going to happen at WrestleMania, not knowing that he signed with AEW. But, but yeah, good stuff. Indeed. It was fun. Yep. Another another WrestleMania in the books. Yeah. So I thought overall it was a good show. Yeah, absolutely. So, and we we've talked about NXT before. Um, I thought the takeover was decent. You know, I thought there was some good stuff. Decent, Mitch. Is, it, is this a different show for us? <laughs> <sighs> there, there were matches in there that I was really impressed with. Um, I, yeah. Maybe I need to. Go I like I like NX. I like NXT more than Raw and SmackDown, though. And no this bad. again goes to you're an NFL guy. I'm a college football guy. Mm-hmm. You're on SmackDown guy. I'm an NXT. Hey, guy. you know what? I I've enjoyed NXT. I've been watching it a little bit more lately. And I thought the uh, the the Cole O'Reilly match was. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't. I, and honestly, they they fight like they like they're going to lose their jobs tomorrow if they don't. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's good stuff. Yeah. Um, and it's and it's that way every night, you know. It's not just the the. And it's like the take the takeovers, push it up a notch, mm-hmm. but it, it's like the like every night they're they're fighting for their jobs. So yep, it's good stuff. I am a fan. Yeah. All right. Well, we t- we're trying not to talk about wrestling a whole lot because it's not um, not what our show is about. I don't know. I guess, but uh, <laughs> I like that. I thought with WrestleMania, we should we should touch on it a little bit because it was fun. It was a fun show, indeed. All right. Well, if you are looking for more information about us, uh, you can head head to innerdialogue dot show. Uh, that'll get you the back catalog of the shows, and uh, there's links there to subscribe to the show. Um, and if you want to hit, you want to check out uh, Amazon Music Podcast, you can check us out there too. Apparently, that's a thing. Uh, if you have questions, comments, concerns, anything that you'd like to let us know about, um, head up to uh, Twitter and you can check me out. I'm at Mitch Craig. And I'm at Cam Brennan. Very good. And uh, you can just let us know uh, what you think. Uh, and if you've got questions, uh, we'd love to do follow up on the show, but you know, we don't hear, don't hear from people very often. So um just because i was messing around with stuff this last week because i had time i threw a shirt up on the cotton bureau so if you'd like to support the show uh, you can go to cotton bureau and search for inner dialogue i'll put a link in the show notes for the t-shirt and i ordered one uh to uh to wear in florida to try and uh, rep the show (laughs) so um so that'll be fun but uh but uh, check that out so um, if you've got a newborn baby, there's a onesie there too. So, <laughs> oh wait, that's not a man size onesie. She had a no, no, order. That's, a, that's a little bit little onesie. My my wife uh, tells me the other day, she's like, you know, we should just order one of those for Cam and send it to him. And I and I was like, yeah, we could do that. And I says, but it'd be funnier if we sent him the onesie. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so, this is true. Yeah. Uh, we'll see you guys back here in a couple of weeks. Uh, again, hit us up on Twitter or check out interdialogue.show. Cam, it's been good. It has been. Indeed. See you later, man. Don't forget your suspenders. <laughs> <laughs>